BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Good morning, Millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Hey, Claude, H-Y-D. Hey, Jax. It's great to have you back. I'm not going to lie. Holding down the fort is a lot of work. With Ben, I like just had so much to do, like the stories, the ads, making sure Ben stays like on course. And it was really hard. So honestly, I'm so glad to have you back. And I know everyone else listening is so relieved to have you back. Well, I'm very happy to be back. But I, the rave, the reviews are in for Ben and they were rave reviews. And I have to be honest, I listened to one of the episodes from start to finish. Which one? The, uh, Matt Jones episode. That was a better I watched one. The Bachelor and I wanted to hear where you guys landed on everything. And I was laughing and laughing. You guys said something so funny. I actually like meant to text it to you to remember, but I remember when you were like calling him out for his toxic masculinity. It's true. And then, and he was like, what's that? And it's like, it's when you're masculinity is toxic. toxic. And honestly, the fact that you don't know what toxic masculinity is, is further proof of your toxic masculinity. No, it was so good. And I think people really enjoyed it. We hadn't had Ben in so long and I couldn't be here for the show. But honestly, I'm so happy to be back among you all. There's so much to talk about Mm -hmm. like that you guys spoke about that I need to give my two cents on because I am just, I'm feeling so many different types of ways. Aren't we all, Jackie? Aren't we all? Aren't we all? Um, Before we start, I think Jackie and I really want to uh, talk a little bit about what's going on. We really, um, yesterday was just a crazy day uh, in America. And before we start, Jackie and I just really wanted to send our love to most of our listeners are in America and specifically, you know, our DC Steens because yesterday was an insane day. Um, And as always, the Morning Toast is here to heal and bring people together. And we have every intention of doing that today. Honestly, because it feels like we need it more than ever. More than ever. I feel like a lot of people, myself included, are feeling, yesterday we're feeling very scared and very sad. It just was a very sad and scary day. And I still feel that way today. And I just hope that through us doing the toast, we can brighten each other up and Mm -hmm. then hopefully um, extend that to our listeners. Because I agree, that's what we need right now is a little love and a little joy. And just a little lightheartedness. Yeah, and no one does lightheartedness better than us. Absolutely nobody. Um, Speaking of lightheartedness, switching gears, because I have to share with the class that today I am starting my 10-day smoothie cleanse. Oh, God. I spent, okay, listen, I read, there was a book like about the smoothie cleanse that tells you, it's by JJ Smith, and she tells you like why you're doing this, what's going to happen, it's going to be so great, but she does say like you need the people in your life to be supportive. Oh, so now I have a job? Now I have a job? I need you to support me. Okay, okay so now I, need, I have a job. 
No, I just need you to not say, oh, God. I'm sorry. Do you know how hard it is for me to see, see you sitting there with like a clear glass with chunky green duty juice and not be like, ew. But like, I'm trying to better myself. And I'm so excited you for you. You always say self-love is self-care. And this is a part of that. Like this 10-day cleanse, it's all like fruits and veggies. And it's supposed to release all the toxins from my body. And so I'm just going to be like a non-toxic queen. And I yeah. feel like you should be proud of me for even trying. No, no, I definitely am. Because to be honest, like you're incredibly toxic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy for you. Just like, please don't become one of those people who like only talks about their cleanse. I'm not. I'm I'm not. But like, it's literally day one. Like I literally had to buy a blender and all of these groceries, like so much spinach. And like, that was my morning. And I just felt the need to share with everyone. I made my first smoothie. I've never made a smoothie before at home. And you know what? It's pretty good. I definitely needed to blend it longer because I'm still like, having like apple skin stuck in my teeth but you live and you learn and so I am just feeling very excited and I really hope that I stick to it I mean the amount of groceries I had to get like I need to stick to it because I don't know what I'm gonna do with all this spinach but I just feel like it's it's in something exciting yeah no and once again so happy for you really truly and I'm just poking fun but just please don't become one of those people who only talks about their juice cleanse okay but just please support me I will do my best. And that's really all you can ask for pe- from people, okay? It's all I can ask for from, from you. From me. Yeah, no, 100%. 100%. But also, I have so much TV to watch, so it's going to be perfect because I'll be able to, like, fill my time and hopefully, you know, stave off any hunger or yes. cravings by watching Bridgerton oh, and Jackie, I know that you watch. It's so good. You are in for a treat. Honestly, oh. it does lag in the middle. But I do want you. What doesn't? To, what I just, doesn't? Lag I want in you the to acknowledge the fact that like you're watching a masterpiece. Do you know what I mean? Oh my god, it's a masterpiece. Okay, that's really exciting. This gives me like Queen's Gambit vibes when we were just like treating ourselves. A hundred percent. But don't go too slow like we did with Queen's Gambit because I want to talk about it with you before it's like out of my brain by the end of the week. Okay, the end of the week is tomorrow. I can try and watch it today, but, you know, things come up. It's only 10 episodes. And then speaking of TV, today we have the TV recap segment with the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City and Real Housewives of Orange County, which is turning into such a doozy. But I know Jackie didn't watch. I did. And I only have a few things to say because it's honestly a disgraceful franchise. It is like, it is the boil on the ass of Housewives. I didn't have the bandwidth to watch and I gave all my bandwidth to catching up on Salt Lake City and I feel as though I made the right decision. And like we said, OC is no longer mandatory doing for this show. And so I did the necessary homework and I look forward to talking about Salt Lake City. A fabulous franchise. Just like really picking up the slack where others, OC, are failing. The creme de la creme. And then Emily Simpson and Mary Cosby were on Watch What Happens Live last night, and it was a premium experience. Honestly, I feel like Andy loves Emily. Like, that's just the vibe that I get. Like, she's she's always good on Watch What Happens Live. She gives, like, poignant answers. Her tech is always good. I feel like Andy gets really annoyed with, like, housewives. Like, Mary had bad Wi-Fi. Like, I think that he gets annoyed when guests, like, aren't working technologically and Emily just like always looks good always has great wi-fi always has a great background and always gives funny answers and like is very self-aware like I actually think he like likes and respects her that was just the vibe that I got I would love to hear if anyone else who watched got that vibe as well interesting it's weird that Mary was on last night even though she was barely on the episode of SLC I think they're probably waiting to have Jen on SLC I mean on Watch Trappens Live after next week got it because her eruption keeps going into the hot tub Yes, yes, that looks really crazy. Yeah, um, but again, we'll talk about all that in the TV recap segment, but today we just have a fabulous show for you guys, wanting to, you know, fill you in on what's been going on. 
Yes, and talk about some things that I'm sure that you talked about. I didn't listen to the second episode with Ben, but we obviously have to talk about Kim and Kanye. I yeah. need to like word vomit up all of my thoughts and prayers and hopes and dreams that this does not happen. Um, Jackie, and then also talk about some of the rumors surrounding it. Well, yes, like they're all like, false. They're all false. The hilarious, no, but like that's the kind of shit that just like makes, brings a little light to like this really sad news. A hundred percent. Even though, like the Jeffrey Star of it all is like one hundred percent not true, and we're gonna get into it. Okay, okay, we're gonna get into it. So save your thoughts okay, okay. until we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. And you know what? Ooh, I'm feeling oh, a little faint. Maybe that's oh, because no. I haven't told everyone. Maybe you everyone. need a smoothie. Yeah, no, I don't think so. I think it's because I haven't told everyone today's sponsor is a new sponsor and everyone's going to be really excited about it. High Key. Do you want healthier snacks that don't taste like hot garbage? Stop snacrificing heading into 21. You'll have FOMO no mo with High Key snacks that taste as good as the original, minus the guilt. No added sugar, no grains, gluten, or apologies. High Key snacks are so low in carbs and sugar that they're keto friendly. So the keto king, keto season, Ben Soffer has been enjoying them quite frequently. Whether you decide to dig into to a bag of their number one selling chocolate chip mini cookies or pour a bowl of their protein cereal. Hikey has a 100% money back guarantee so you can try out their products risk free. Get their snacks delivered right to your door and get ready to crush your 2021 goals. Sugar is canceled even though we don't believe in cancel culture here. Hikey <laughs> deliciousness is in. Love it. I got my Hikey delivery last week and I was snacking on all them snacks yes, and I snacky-o. love them so much. And now, like, that I'm, I'm doing my cleanse, but, like, I'm looking forward to getting back to the Snackio with High Key. You guys, if you're ever looking for, like, a low-carb snack that still tastes like a cookie, High Key is that company that you've been waiting for, and I'm so excited that they're in our lives now. Get 15% off your order at highkey.com slash toast. They guarantee you'll love it or your money back. To get the 15% off your order, go to highkey, H-I-G-H-K-E-Y, dot com slash toast. Again, that's highkey.com slash toast toast check it out i think a lot of you guys will love our new sponsor yeah no it's really good stuff okay first story the big celeb news of honestly the year the year is well no no i'm sorry i'm walking that back because it still is not confirmed and until kim tells me herself i'm always going to just take this with a grain of salt and kim was spotted out um yesterday wearing a wedding band that's the story. Oh, sorry. Kim was spotted wearing her small wedding band amid divorce preparations, quote unquote, um, from Kanye West. She went to visit her grandma, MJ, and she was spotted wearing her wedding band, which seems extremely intentional. Of course. Like, she knows. Like, this picture literally looks like it was taken in her driveway yeah. by the paparazzi, and she's wearing her ring, and she doesn't even always wear her ring. Mm-hmm. So she's telling me personally. Don't give up yet. Well, you know, actually, I have had the honor of being in the presence of Kim Kardashian once at an event, and she did come with her own paparazzi. Like, when she left the hotel, there weren't, like, hordes of paparazzi. It was a personal photographer, and then when she posted them on her Instagram, like, paparazzi pictures, I knew that was the guy that she was with. So she does, like, have her own paparazzi who I'm sure she sells photos which goes to say even more that, like, she set this entire thing up, wanting us to see her in her wedding band, wanting, like, the Kimye stands to not lose hope. And I know that there's, like, a possibility that all of this is just rumors, and maybe that's just, like, us being in denial. But I don't know how something gets so widely reported as fact um, if it's not true. Like, I know there's no journalistic integrity left in this country. Like, I fully understand that. But I just feel like this has never happened. 
Like, this would be crazy if it I ends up being know, not like, true. But it's so crazy because I feel like this has happened where there have been divorce rumors even like six months ago, and then it just doesn't happen. And for some reason, this one is t- being considered fact a- as fact. And I'm just going to continue to wait until Kim tells me herself. But a lot of what I'm reading is like, they're in marriage counseling, divorce is on the table, but she hasn't decided yet. So it's like, who lives in Kim's brain that they know what she's thinking? Right, like counseling is confidential. Yeah, so I just, I don't, I just don't know how this is even news, especially if they're not saying that she is filing for divorce. They're saying she's really, really, really thinking about it. But how do you know that? How do you know what a person's thinking? Also, um, I just feel like, if I were listening to this episode, I'd be like, wow, these two girls are in denial. No, like, yes, yes, very much so. Because for a few th- reasons. One, I absolutely love Kimye. Like, they are my OTP. OTP, like, I love their family. I love everything. I just love them so much. And this would make me sad. Because, like, a breakup would be sad. Mm-hmm. But also because we have been through this so many times of, like, people saying that they're getting divorced and, like, me going through the emotions that now I'm hardened. And now – and with other, like, Kim rumors or Kardashian rumors, like, I just learned to wait until they tell me themselves because I don't like all the back and forth. So yeah. I'm just not going to, like, get all emotional about it until I need to. Okay. No, I respect that decision. Um I'm I am slightly more like on the fence of like I don't fully not believe this but I'm not 100% convinced like by any means also I think a lot of the rumors surrounding it make it more illegitimate like Jeffree Star like I just don't think in any realm of possibility is that ever happening happened or will happen so I think that like makes me doubt the the breakup even more because now there's like a bunch of silly rumors yeah and I also like believe that Kim and Kanye don't have a conventional marriage. I don't think that they've had one for a very long time. Like, I think they pretty much live in separate states and yeah. like, kind of do their own things. And and I think it really works for them. I, I can't, I don't think that most people can relate to what it's like to be them. So mm-hmm. I think that the way that their marriage might be structured seems like, you know, either what, what do you want to call it? An open relationship or like not real or whatever. And so I... I just would wonder at what point does that situation stop working for them? Because it's been working for a very long time. Well, what I said yesterday on the show, I'm not sure if you heard, is that I, if if these rumors are true, I think it would be the case that they haven't been together or they've been separated for at least a year. Like since the last time these rumors were out. But she, they've been together. He went to her birthday. She goes to Wyoming. He went to her birthday. She goes to Wyoming. So like he's been living in Wyoming since the beginning of quarantine and on Keeping Up with the Kardashians Kim was like Kanye took the kids to Wyoming just so I could get like a free break. But I think it was more to mask the fact that like they don't live in the same house and they haven't for quite some time. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like but that doesn't mean that they're they intend on getting divorced. Like they just have like an unconventional relationship. Uh, I mean okay but I do think like, and I know people have unconventional relationships and I just think like a, a a very, you know, integral part of being married is living in the same house. You know what? I think like that sounds kind of nice. You know, you live in one state, I live in the other. Like there's just not that much time to fight then. Well, that's true. But if that's your problem, then you have bigger problems. Wait, I just think they've been doing this for so long. Like I don't question the Wyoming, California long distance marriage anymore. Like I, I don't think it's an issue. Well, all I'm saying is that the I think that the, the California-Wyoming distance has been in the last year, since the last time these rumors were 
circulating. So, like, the timeline just makes me think that they've been, like, preparing for this sort of announcement for at least a year. The only thing to me that it's, like, how I could see this becoming a divorce is, like, if one of them truly falls in love with someone else and Mm. wants to be with someone else, that's when it stops working. Well, people are saying that Kim is dating Van Jones, even though I've also seen that rumor widely disputed and pretty much put down but I do I do like that match like they work together and they're like late up in the office just like hey Van will you pass me the McKenzie file and then they lock eyes over the McKenzie file no I could totally see it for those who don't know Van Jones is a CNN correspondent who worked with Kim on Alice Marie Johnson and a bunch of her other prison reform projects um but I, I actually don't think it's true Oh, you don't? And then also there's um, Kanye and Jeffree Star. Yeah, the, you know, American royalty, like the couple <laughs> of the century. Um, as Honestly, like, as much as I would live, breathe, and die for that to be true, just because it would be so crazy, and this is like the year of crazy things, um, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily believe it. Because, honestly, yeah. Jeffrey put up this picture yesterday with the caption. Well, that was, like, that was when I stopped believing it. Yeah, because the, he put up a caption on Instagram and was like, I'm ready for Sunday service. So he obviously knows all the rumors that are being spread about him. And I think he was just, like, living for the moment. Like, I think usually the press it, that Jeffrey gets, like, isn't very good. Yeah, no, honestly, it was the perfect, if it's not true, it was the perfect response. Because it's like, shows that he's, like, laughing and, like, is here for it. But obviously not taking it seriously because he wouldn't be speaking out on his relationship with Kanye in that way. And no, honestly, like, I was having a long conversation with Lauren Elizabeth yesterday morning because I was, like, we were talking about, I'm like, could these Jeffree Star rumors be true? And I'm like, honestly, the only piece of incriminating evidence is the fact that now Jeffree has a home in Wyoming. And as Lauren said Mm -hmm. very poignantly, like, Wyoming is now, like, a hot spot. Uh, Yeah, Wyoming, not Montana. Yeah. Yeah. Wyoming. Wyoming is like a hot spot now. It's literally like Miami, like in lockdown. Like I know tons of people who have been traveling to Wyoming looking for homes in Wyoming. Like I don't think it's that crazy. It's not like they both moved to Boise, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I I agree. It it was a funny like few minutes when I was like, oh, is this maybe true? And I was like reading all the tweets and people were living for it. And then I saw uh, Jeffrey's post and I was like, oh, okay, probably not. But, you know. Just another layer to this story. And so. And so we hope and we we wait with bated breath to hear from the Kardashian camp. But at the end of the day, whatever Kim decides to do with her life, I completely support and stand. Agreed. And um, I just want what's best for her. So it would make me sad if this turned out to be what wasn't best for her. Mm -hmm. But I will be there regardless. Same. Okay. Moving on. Are you ready to move on? Yep. Much like Kim. Much like Kim. Katie Couric will be hosting Jeopardy after <clears throat> Alex Trebek's final episodes. Wait, what? Katie, Katie Couric will be one of the first hosts to take the podium after his final episodes air um, this week. She's going to be doing a week-long guest hosting oh. stint. I guess she'll be one of the people, in the, I guess, in the running for the job. That's sort of. crazy. I, I, honestly, um, I honestly, I don't know much about Katie Couric. Um, or like, I, I never grew up watching her. I think she was like a little before my time when I ever like turned on the Today Show. But, you know, I've been thinking a lot about, you know, this last week, this week is the last week of Alex Trebek shows. And obviously Ken Jennings is who people are saying a lot. But yesterday when all this stuff was happening and I was like turning on the news, I turned on NBC and Savannah Guthrie had a very warm vibe. She was very, you know, 
calm and collected. And I actually think she might have been overlooked for this particular job. I do think she is incredibly busy. And also, like, good at her job. Yeah, you but, know? but like, why? You have to be bad at your job to do Jeopardy? No, but, like, Jeopardy is a full-time job. So if your dream is to be, like, a news correspondent and you're doing a great job, like, you're not just going to pivot to Jeopardy. No, I know. I actually disagree. I think they, they batch record episodes of Jeopardy. And, and honestly, like, she could become, like, a, I'm not saying she's a person for the job, but I think anyone who does it can also have another job. I think Alex Trebek, like, it was his whole job. But, like, kind of how Ryan Seacrest, like, does Kelly and Ryan, but then also does a million other shows. Right, but I think, like, in the case of Jeopardy, it should be someone who it is their full-time job, and we don't, like, think of them in all these other contexts, because I think that's what made Jeopardy and Alex Trebek so special. I guess that's fair. Um, I think that's, like, a nice idea, for sure, but I don't think it has to be. It might might not be attainable, but I just... It's a nice concept. It's like a... A constant, you know? Yeah. You're not just going to see this person popping up in all these other places and, like, it's a lot. Yeah, I just, I never thought of her before, but I thought she was very gracious. Well, maybe she'll get her week-long run. Maybe. It'll be it'll be cool to see who they tap to do, to, like, sample for the week yeah. and then who ultimately gets the job. It was feeling like Ken Jennings was going like to get the it. job, but I guess... Like, I guess they're still doing the audition process. I think they just have their to do their due diligence, you know. And I think ultimately we will end up with Mr. Ken Jennings, which I would be excited about. I think it would be, like, a nice way to, like, connect back to the history of Jeopardy. But once again, you truly never know. For sure. You never know. Okay, this next story. Um, Dancing with the Stars pro Whitney Carson gave birth, mm-hmm. which is just great news. But she's revealing her baby's name, and I want to get your thoughts. Okay. Because um, her husband's name is Carson McAllister. And her name is Whitney Carson. And her name is Whitney Carson, which I didn't put, even put together until now. And they named their son... Carson. Kevin, Kevin Leo McAllister. Kevin McAllister from Home oh, Alone. that's weird. <laughs> But I read her caption, like, they're calling him Leo. Okay. Like, they're going by his middle name. Um, So I just, like, think it's interesting that they actively chose to name him Kevin McAllister. I thought you were going to say that they named him Carson McAllister that way. It's like like Brady Hobbs, like, in Sex and the City, which, honestly, it took me, like, ten years to figure out that they named the kid Brady because Steve's last name was Brady, but Miranda's kid's last name was Hobbs. Wow, and I just learned that today. Yeah, no, and I actually think it's, like, really, really cute. Um, Mm -hmm. so I, I thought you were going to say they named him Carson McAllister because then it's like both of their last names, but her husband's first name is Carson. Yes. That's confusing. Yeah. She, they're Whitney Carson McAllister and now their son is Kevin McAllister who's being called Leo. Um, also, I don't know if this is a story, but just like randomly piggybacking off the DWTS moment. Um, did you see that Brian Austin Green is dating Shauna Burgess? Like they were on a beach making out. I did. Is Shauna Burgess a Dancing with the Stars pro? I want to say yeah. Yeah. Like that name okay. just gives me like a Dancing with the Stars vibe. I'm pretty sure that's her. Yeah, no, that, that does make sense. I didn't look into it, but I saw her name and it looked familiar. And I'm pretty sure she won with Bobby Bones, like if I'm correct. Wow. Well, I'm happy for Brian Austin Green. I'm mostly happy for Megan Fox and maybe he'll just of leave course. her alone. Yeah, like no, now they can be left alone. And honestly, like... Hurt people hurt people. So maybe Shauna can take some of that hurt away. Yeah, also confirmed she is a Dancing with the Stars bro. It's on, like, the related stories on yeah, this article. Yeah, well, it was related in my brain as well. <laughs> 
Well, anyways, I'm really happy for Whitney Carson. She is so cute mm-hmm. and she has such a sweet family and um, Mazel Tov on giving birth. On Kevin McAllister. I thought it was a really cute name and it, I, it, it has to have dawned on them, right? Of course. Oh my God. But you never okay. know. Like, you know that Amy Schumer ended up changing her baby's name because she didn't realize that, you know, accidentally she named her kid Genital Fisher. Yes. But I do think that there's a difference between realizing you named your kid Genital Fissure and naming your kid, like, after a popular movie. I, like, if you realize that after the fact, it's like, oh, haha, so funny. Yeah, like, I feel you like... You need to change it. I feel like it's easier to notice that your kid's name is Genital than it is to notice that your kid's name is Kevin McAllister. But maybe that's just me. No, when I... When that story was going around of, like, people seeing the name and being like, how could she name her kid Gina Tell Fisher? I'm like... Yeah, I guess Jean is, like, kind of a weird name. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I didn't get it for for a right. while. Well, I think so that... I could. I really could see how that could happen. Well, I think a lot of people, when she announced Gina Tell Fisher, um, including myself, thought she was just being, like, a comedian and making a joke. Yeah. Because her husband's yeah. last name really is Fisher. So I'm like, oh, that's funny. Like, but what's the kid's name? Yeah. Damn. That's funny. Damn. Okay. Are you ready for some potentially reconciled couple news? Okay, who? Bethany and Paul. Oh, I saw. But she's also been spotted around with another man. She's they playing the field. They were spotted holding hands in Miami post their split. And I just, I don't know. I don't think you hold hands with an ex that you don't intend on being with. No, so. I definitely feel that. It, I, I actually really, lo- even though I know nothing about Paul, like I just know he's from Boston and is like a businessman, um, which is pretty much all I need to know. Um, I was really sad when they broke up because they were together for a long time and they took all those fabulous trips to like Italy and she was always seen in Boston. And I loved that for Bethany. Um, and I felt like it was kind of weird when it broke up. So I'm happy. But I do know that Bethany um, has been spotted like elsewhere, you know, on other dates. So I don't know if it's like as serious, but I would love for these two to get back together. Yeah, me too. That would make me happy. They were spotted visiting artist Romero Brito's studio in Miami alongside um, Bethany's daughter, Bryn. Three months after they've called it quits, they were seen holding hands in photos shared by the artist. And Frankel was filmed sitting in his lap. Okay, this artist, is that the artist that they went to when they were in Miami? I was thinking the same thing. And you know what? Like, I know there's so many artists. But the name sounds familiar. And, like, in the picture, the background, like, looks like that same vibe. I'm going to say yes. Yeah, on Real Housewives of New York, like, two seasons ago, they went to some, like, artist studio when they were all just, like, wasted in Miami. And, honestly, it was hilarious. It was hilarious. And they all got free stuff. Yes. He was a very generous artist. He was a generous artist. The very generous artist. <laughs> um, yeah, I – if she's – I this just, like, feel – I feel like they're back together. I just, like, feel it. This feels right to me. Yeah, my ship is like shimmying up out of the water, Ooh, dusting yes. itself off. <laughs> Ooh, is that me? Yes. Where's my rope? Come tie me up. <laughs> so that's really sweet. I feel like Bethany's been pretty quiet lately. She has. Um, I just feel like she like does her charity work and like keeps her head down, you know, which is really all you can ask for. Yeah. By the way. A nice way to be. Did you see they're about to reach $20 million on the Barstool Small Business Fund? I did see that. That is so exciting. Have we spoken about the Barstool Fund on the show? I don't know, but if we haven't, like, we just want to say how fucking amazing it is. And it's honestly disgraceful that, like, this, that it even had to happen because, like, where is, you know, the Congress? But the fact that the fund is being put together is, like, really wonderful. Jackie and I were very happy to donate $5,000. And honestly, I feel like it's just the most 
wonderful thing. Like it's such a great platform. It's a great platform. It's a great concept. I love how Dave is like doing all the videos and showing all of the people that the money is going towards. I love that they're making merch for these companies. Like Mm -hmm. I just think it's such a great cause. It's so important. And I think they're doing a really great job. Yeah. And anyone who can and wants to donate, I think it's just barstoolfund.com. All the money's going directly to small businesses, restaurants, breweries, bars all over the country. It's really, like I said, it's like sad that that it's being done because like, what's the government for? But, um, nonetheless, it doesn't diminish like how important it is and how many people they're helping. 100%. Okay. Ready for our fifth and final story? Yes, ma'am. It's some big news for one of our favorite guys. Who? Elon Musk is now the richest person in the world passing Jeff Bezos. And honestly, like, I don't know any of these people, but I just like... But I gotta meet them. (laughs) No, I just like, I like it being Elon Musk. No, you know what's so crazy is like, yesterday I was watching, there was like this ticker of like, he was number two. And when I went to bed last night, he was at $181 billion and Jeff Bezos was at 184. So Elon Musk made $3 billion overnight. Yep. He just got a net worth of more than 185 billion while Jeff Bezos is at 184. Very sad for him. Honestly, I really feel like it's crazy. I mean, I know that Tesla is like really successful, but to me, like nobody in the world is more successful than Amazon. So I don't know how you go about becoming bigger than Amazon. I still, I, I don't really understand it. I, I hear what you're saying and I don't understand it either. I just. Like I see for even myself, Amazon, like thousands yes. of dollars a year go to Amazon. Me, I've never, bought, like, I feel like there's a small percentage of people who have Teslas, but honestly, I would say almost everyone on the planet has bought something from Amazon at least once. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. It It is confusing, but that just goes to show, like, Tesla's doing shit that we can't even, like, fathom. It's not just the cars, no. I think. No. Do you think that, like, Bezos is, like, angry? Um, he seems, like, super, um, just ever since we, like, saw his sex messages, I just think of him Embarrassado. as just, like, 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 just, like, kind of a, a like, a loser. Yeah. Um... And I just feel like, yeah, his ego is bruised. Majeure. Because it's like, because I feel like it's kind of like that Napoleon complex. It's like you just want all yeah. this power to like, um, and I don't know him. I'm not diagnosing you him don't? at all. But I, I just, no, no, no. I'm just, I just feel like when you're someone who's like super powerful, like all that power like covers up, you know, like any personality flaws and stuff like that. And so when you get to say like you're the number one like richest man in the world, you know, you don't have to worry about your personality. But I feel like now that he's bumped to number two, he's like, oh, shit. Oh, got to get hair plugs. Like, got to get it together. (laughs) Yeah. It's honestly, like, embarrassing. I mean, the fact that there are people in this world who have $180 billion is so insane. Like, jealous doesn't even begin to describe how I feel. Like, envy. I'm green with envy. Yeah. And why aren't they donating to the Barstool Fund? I don't know. Maybe they don't know about it. Yeah, no, they need to. They gotta know. So many, so many big celebrities have gotten in. Guy Fieri. Oh my god, fan. no way. Mm-hmm. I saw like a bunch oh, of athletes. Oh god, your microphone. Are oh you okay? God. Sorry, my microphone just collapsed because I just got too <laughs> overwhelmed with excitement because there's something that I need to talk about. And, and it's been um, this journey that I've been on that I said Does I was going to do. Does it have to do with on. your juice cleanse? No. Okay. This journey, if I may, this journey that I've been on that I said I was going to go on with cooking shows. Oh, yeah. Okay. 
I have found, I've, I've been watching Barefoot Contessa. I think I already said that. And I, I've been loving it. Like, it's literally the only thing I can watch now. Like, it is so soothing, and I love her. I don't know what I'm going to do during the juice cleanse. Like, I don't think I can really watch That's like watching shows. the Food Network on Yom Kippur. Right. But I also was watching Magnolia Table. Oh, yeah. Have you seen any of it yet? Yeah, she does, like, big biscuits and, like, scones. Well, she made a bunch of... I watched two episodes. She made a, made a bunch of stuff, and... Her whole thing, it's it's interesting watching her, like, next to Ina, who's, like, so, like, perfectionist yeah. almost. And Joanna's very, like, you know, whatever you got to do to get the kids at the table, get them to eat their veggies. Like, mm-hmm. we're just going to do a little this and that. We're not measuring. And she's very, like, relaxed and candid. And I thought it, she did a really good job. But also, like, the dishes that she made looked so good. She made um, a bunch of Lebanese dishes, mm-hmm. including baklava. And it's, oh. like, she made it look like I could make baklava. I thought baklava house. was Greek. It's a um, Mediterranean. Okay. Um, also, I think that you would, just hearing, you know, what your opinions are on these shows, I think you would really love 30-Minute Meals. Rachel Ray is just, like, a real one, and it's, like, it's, 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 she makes meals for, to, like, make for your family on a weeknight when you get home at 5 o'clock. Like, it's just, she's a good combination of Magnolia Table and Ina Garten, because she doesn't go, like, crazy recipes, like, and she's just a queen, and I think you would love her. I think I might too. So I need to, I actually think I need to subscribe to the Discovery streaming service. D plus or whatever. Yeah. No, they were, there was all these ads for it. And it's like, I'm constantly looking for the cooking shows. And I think that's where they are. Oh, so well, as long as we're talking about discovering new things on television, um, Ben and I have become hooked on the game show network. And I thought I didn't get it in New York because, um, Whenever I've gone to look for it, I just couldn't find it. But I found it. It's Channel 177. And their programming, it's not just your old, you know, it's not your mom and dad's game show network. It's not just, like, Family Feud and, like, The Pyramid. It's, they come up with, like, all these new shows hosted by, like, Z-listers. And it's so good. Like, there's a show called Idiot Test. And it's, like, all these little, like, riddles. It's just great. And if you're really looking to challenge your mind, which... I always am. I highly recommend checking out the Game Show show Network. But they don't have, like, an app or anything on demand. So it's, like, really lonesome out here. Oh, that's rough. But yeah. I'm glad that you're finding alternate forms of content. And my passions. And your passions. Speaking of, have you been reading at all? No. Well, you have to find a new book because when you're in between books, it's really hard to get into the next book. Yeah, and honestly, like, when we were off for break, I was just so carefree and so peaceful. And the second we went back to work and I got back to my apartment, like, it was anxiety through the roof. And I really mm-hmm. feel like if I start incorporating reading into my daily life, it will be hugely beneficial for my mental health. And I've always been a vacation reader and I've never felt the need to read at home. But I'm feeling like I'm getting there. No, I totally agree. Also, speaking of reading, just want to update you guys that the new episode of The Redhead should have been out today, but it's coming out on Monday instead. We just had a bit of scheduling kerfuffles. And also, um, I was just going to say something about reading, but I forgot. Oh, just like the anxiety of being home. It's as if we never went on vacation. No, no. I know. Like, it's just back to like anxiety up to here. Oh, and then what I was going to say about reading is my book comes out January 26. And if you mm. want to pre-order it, girlwithnojob.com slash book, ebook, audiobook, and hardcover versions are all available for pre-order from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, indie bookstores, um, Audible, anywhere you want. So please check it out. I would appreciate all the support. Love it. Okay. Is it time? Were those our fifth and final stories? 
those were the past five stories, and I do feel as though you needed to know them. So it is time for the official TV recap segment, which is brought to you by FabFitFun, the only subscription that delivers full-size self-care and wellness products straight to your door. We've got you covered for every season. Their team of reliable experts carefully pick the top trending products for you to choose from to personalize your own box of happiness. Always full-size, always fabulous. It's FabFitFun. It works basically by picking your first product, ordering the box, finish picking the rest of the products, and then it's on it's on your way. It's on on the way, and you can get excited. Some of the perks of joining are the customization features. Just because they're a box company doesn't mean they fit in one, and neither should you. Choose from a variety of products to customize your very own box. If you want to be surprised, no worries. The FabFitFun team can curate a selection of products just for you. Plus, they have an amazing community where you can meet and connect with other amazing members from all over the world in their online community forum. And they have sales, so you can participate in their various flash sales throughout the year, snagging deals on premium products up to 70% off retail price. I actually got my first FabFitFun box, Fab Fit Fun box last week, and I was really shook at how it's like dead ass full products. Like I got two huge mugs, a huge thing of hair serum. Like it's really, um, it's not tester size. It's like premium brands, premium products. I got um, Kate Spade mugs. They were really cute. Um, yes. It's everything of the sort. So uh, I encourage you all to check it out, and you can order your winter box today. Sign up now so you can snag amazing products like the ones I just mentioned, the mugs or hair products or makeup products. I got under eye gel patches um, when you customize your order. So use the coupon toast for 10% off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com. Again, that's coupon toast for $10 off your first box at fabfitfun.com. All right, let's dive into, do you want me to just breeze through OC, tell you what you missed? If you if you would like to, yes. To be honest, it's such a terrible season. Next week is the finale, which is so crazy because literally nothing happened. And honestly, I feel like in terms of timing of filming, they were probably the worst because they're located in California, which has really been a hot spot. And they're just going in and out of lockdown. So like none of the women are ever together to really capture any drama so it's just everyone's personal lives and to be honest there's there's things going on in their personal lives obviously Gina's dealing with Matt's case Shannon and John are fighting and people are saying both Shannon and John like are drinking too much obviously there's a lot going on in Bronwyn's home Emily and her husband both had corona he went to the hospital but I just can't tell you like how boring it is it's just I don't tune into this show for the ladies and their personal lives I sit through it but I'm really sitting through it to get to the good stuff and the only monumental thing that has happened this season is Elizabeth Vargas, like, just really being attacked by Bronwyn. And I just, I wanted to be here for Bronwyn on this journey, but, like, she's just so hypocritical in the way that she, like, meddles in other people's business and but just tries to stay above the fray. And I just, I can't with her. Um, But I do think, now knowing what we know now in real life that she's come out as lesbian, I do think at certain parts of the season she's definitely trying to tell the world or tell her friends something. It, 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 you could feel like she was ready um, because her friend Shari moved in for 45 days. And there's just like a, there's something there and a lot of the women feel it. But now knowing what we know, it makes sense. But I'm sure at the time the women were confused. Got it. Okay. I'm still going to watch. Like I'm going to catch up at some point. I just couldn't. It, and now it, it appears that all of the women, both in the show and in real life, are just turned completely on Bronwyn. Because Kelly said some stuff about Bronwyn, which I thought was, like, kind of mean. But then Andy asked Emily Simpson about it last night. And Andy was like, do you believe that her sobriety is just, you know, for a storyline? Which is, like, a crazy mean thing to say. But when it comes from Kelly, it's like, but Emily, who I believe is just, like, a stable person, Emily was, like, 100%. I'm not not doubting the validity of her sobriety. Um, I'm just doubting the timing. 
And then both Elizabeth and Kelly on the show were basically saying that like Bronwyn seems so inauthentic on her social media, like, you know, supporting these various movements like Me Too and the Black Lives Matter movement just so that people will like her. And it's not like a genuine form of activism, which is also like such a mean thing to say. Like, I just... And then they asked Emily, and Emily was like, no, I totally agree. So I'm like, what? Wow. Yeah, it was just crazy. Like, everyone has turned the fuck up on Bronwyn. Wow, okay. Now I think I'm going to watch. You made it sound interesting. You probably made it sound more interesting than it actually is. Watch Robin's Live was very, very interesting. And I agree. Like, some of the the, the shit Bronwyn pulls, like, is so infuriating. But at the end of the day, like, I don't think she's a bad person. I do think her sobriety is genuine, and I definitely think her activism is genuine. And I think those are two really, really mean things to say about someone. Damn, okay. I'm going to have to go find out for myself. Now, Salt Lake City, which is just, like, so amazing. I caught up also. The crown jewel. I was three episodes behind, as were you. Same. So we need to talk about the fashion show. We need to talk about the fashion show. And honestly, I'm just, every time we talk about Salt Lake City, I'm so hesitant to speak about Brooks because he's Meredith's kid. And I don't believe in attacking people's children. Like, I really, really don't. But I also don't believe that, like, if you go and try and make yourself the star of the show, like, you're not exempt from criticism. A hundred percent. And I really, like, the only things I have to say about him, like, one, like, the fashion show that he put on was just an exercise in mediocrity. Yeah. Oh, and shit. And two, like, No, and wait, wait get, really quickly, Jen Shaw being like, it's just the tracksuit. Like, she's right. Like, that's not a fashion line. Like, that is just a sketch. Like, a design. A hundred percent. Like, that was it. At least do like a few different colored versions. Like it was just insane. And like to think that people want to wear things that say Brooks Marks when like you haven't established. It's just like. No, the narcissism knows no <laughs> bounds. Like that's insane. It's, insa- it's insane. And then two is just like get over the fact that your daddy wasn't there. No. And you know what? Meredith was like kind of annoying me because she knew very well why her, why his dad wasn't there. Like she asked for space and he was giving him space. So she's letting the kid get mad at the dad. But at the end of the day, Meredith knows very well there's a very good reason why he wasn't there. And I can't say this enough times. Like Brooks Marks, like you, you had the privilege of just like not going back to college and like living at home, being on a TV show and then like mysteriously funding this fake clothing line. Do you know how you do all that? Cause your dad has to go to Ohio to work so he could pay for your choices. Like it's just so <laughs> insane. Like yeah. you're, you're mad. It's like, sorry, your dad had to go back to Ohio so he could fo- like fund another round of your tracksuits to sell at a local boutique. Like someone's yeah. got to pay for this stuff and it's going to be Seth. Yeah, a hundred percent. I just like he needs to stop like being such a baby. That's no, it. and he just like he came on the show and, and at first I was like, oh, he might be everything of the sort, and he thought that too. And he yeah, ca- no. he carries that everything of the sort attitude throughout the season, even though the audience doesn't feel it anymore. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like when he was picking out the audience does <laughs> not feel it anymore. When he was picking out his mom's outfit, like the Fendi outfit, which by the way, like I have no sense of fashion and even I know those three pieces go together like they're literally matched um <laughs> like he just thought he was like really doing something there you know what I mean yes yes I'm sorry just I just like I get so infuriated no I know well you know what I'm glad that Park City had their fashion week and like I think I I was also wondering if every season of Salt Lake City is gonna surround around Sundance definitely because, like, it is interesting. Lisa has been super quiet in the past few episodes. But, of course, like, everything is just about she works too hard. I just no, I can't with this. Her family is. life is really, really boring. And, honestly, she was just really pissing me off last night, like, coming for Whitney. When I, I – Whitney was 
messy, 100%. Whitney did everything wrong. But, but at like, the end of the day, there were all these things that needed to happen. And Whitney was like one of the only people who could have done it. And the episodes had been like slightly boring until Whitney finally released like a couple of things. I do think that 100% Mary Cosby's lying. Like I just know she is. She just wanted to make her argument valid and be like, yeah, all the other girls think this too. I don't know. I don't know if Mary's lying necessarily, but I also think that like this could just be like a bad game of telephone where like the girls spoke to Mary. They talked about Jen the night before saying, oh, how she reacted like uh, that was scary. And then Mary turns that into they're scared of you. And those two aren't the same thing. But technically, like no one's really lying. I think I sorry. Mm -hmm. I think the conversation that was like more worth having was the fact that like Jen Shaw has been a terrible friend to Meredith. Like, first of all, revealing that they were separated when Jen Shaw never had permission to. And on Watch Happens Live, Jen Shaw said that she did not regret that. And then two, like being instigator, like there are these rumors, like, well, you'll have to ask Meredith yourself. Like, that's not what a friend does. laughing when she said it. Like, that's not a good friend. That's not what a friend does. And I I was with Meredith 100% for walking out of that party. Like, Jen, I, I like... I'm done with Jen. Oh, are you? Yeah. I just, I, like, sometimes I feel that way about Jen. Like, she takes things too far, and obviously, like, her reactions sometimes are so overblown, but, like, I just think she adds so much to the show, and so I, I'll take the good with the bad. Well, it is worth mentioning that she is now on her third party this season. Like, she had that one at her house for, like, fake Meredith's birthday, then she had another one at her house for Sundance, and then now she's had, um her husband, Sharif's birthday party. So the show kind of needs her. Like she throws these extravagant parties and I have heard that um, season two contracts have went out and Jen has yet to receive one and Meredith Marks rented a house for three months um, in Salt Lake City to stay and film. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, first of all, what's with, where's Meredith's sold house? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know if the house they were living in with Seth was rented or owned, but Seth, I think, is pretty much living in Ohio, but she got offered another season, so she has rented a house for three months to film. Okay, great. Love to hear it. Um, also, everyone's been posting, like, Zillow links of Jen Shaw's house. Yeah. That is, like, on the market, because she was renting that house. Yes. So, Something about her finances just don't add up. But I think also something about, like, filming in Park City isn't adding. Like, because we also heard that, like, Heather, that's not her real house. Not. Because she lives in, like, Park City proper and she can't film there. So I think it's, like, the money's confusing, but also, like, just the logistics are. Yeah. Um, but I, I actually enjoyed getting to know some of the husbands. Um, I think Loved that it. Sharif is, like, such... It only makes sense that, like, a woman like Jen and a man like Sharif end up together because, like, they really are polar opposites. Like, he's so calm and, like, quiet and, like, he doesn't drink and she's just, like, the polar opposite. Um, And I really enjoyed getting to know him. But, like, when they were all snowmobiling and he was like, the thing I fell in love with about Jen was, like, probably how sweet she was. And everyone was like, what? No, that was so, so funny, though. And also, I loved when they went over to Jen's house afterwards, and the guys were talking, and the girls were talking, and, like, it was just, like, they were all really getting along well, complaining about their wives, and I just like that energy, because obviously it's the Real Housewives, but, like, you see, like, on New Jersey, the show really benefits when the men get along. 100%. And bring something to the table, and it was just a nice added layer, plus them going snowmobiling was just, like, the cutest thing. And at Jen's house, when they had dinner, and they were just, like, all comparing their religions, like, I actually thought that was really interesting, and, like, a new type of conversation that's never really been had on Housewives. Like, I think 100%. thus far, like, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City is the most diverse 
in religion and, and just in many different aspects. And I thought that conversation was really, really interesting because Sharif is Muslim. The Marxes are Jewish. Um, Lisa is like Mormon 2.0. Even 2.0. though what she was saying made no sense. Like <laughs> I choose religion and then I choose alcohol. Like it just made no sense. Um, <laughs> but I just thought it was like a really like mature, interesting conversation. A hundred percent. I thought the same thing. It was interesting to watch and also to learn about all the different religions. Yeah. Um, so it's just like a fabulous franchise. Heather Gay is the queen and she has mastered what I think is like a really hard thing to do on Housewives to manage to be like a fan favorite, still be really interesting, but not at the core center of the drama. Like at the party, she like literally left that fight because it was like getting so messy, but she's still a queen and she's so relevant and that's really hard. And honestly, some of her personal stuff I found to be very interesting. Like I can't believe we saw her husband last night on the episode. I know. Ex-husband, sorry. Yeah. It's like now that they're divorced and we're seeing them just in the same room together, it's like how did those two people ever like get married? No clue. And it's just – she's just being so honest. Like, you know, the day after we got married, like it was very apparent like we had nothing in common. Like I just – I appreciate her and I'm sure she's getting a ton of shit because she really was like very heavily involved in the community, probably more so than any of the other women at any point in time. And she's also been the most vocal about how she thinks parts of the church are like toxic or whatever and – she must be getting a lot of shit, like a ton. Yeah. Because it seemed sure. like she was on a good page with her ex-husband, but on Watch Happens Live, like she, Andy asked her a question and she was like, I really can't talk about it. Like, it's not good. Oh, damn. That's really sad. Yeah. I love the conversation that she had with her girls. It's clear that like they have such a wonderful relationship and she's such a good mom and mm-hmm. they are so mature. Yes. Even that little one. It, even the little one. <laughs> it was really... Really, really, really sweet. And I'm just, I'm loving, I'm loving Heather. I'm loving the show. And also, I just want to talk about Whitney at the party because yes. like, I, she's one of my favorite people. And obviously, like, she was dead wrong in her delivery and everything in the way but she But not in her it. message. And, like, no, and but, like, sort of still in her message, just, like, being a snitch. Yeah. But because she, it's clear that, like, she is a really nice person and it's just also, like, wanting to stand up for Mary. Like, Mary should have been invited to that party. How many times do you have to squash the beef of hospital smell before you just extend an invite to your 150-person party? When Mary had a luncheon, she invited eight women, and you were invited there. Like, yeah. I think that that's leaving someone out, and I think that's what Whitney was trying to get yes, at. Like, but she Mary never brought it up. But she never got there yeah. due to her liquid courage. <laughs> and And so, like... It just became a mess, but I'm glad that Whitney just, you know, threw a little gasoline on this thing because these things do need to be discussed. No, and Jen Chow has to be held accountable for, like, honestly, her offenses against Meredith Marks. Meredith is such a nice lady. She is, and I think Meredith is really a fan favorite. Me too, and I think, like, she very easily could have become, like, completely irrelevant because she's, like, kind of quiet and she looks just like Lisa, Um, and there's really nothing, like, even remarkable about her. Honestly, Brooks has helped. Because it's like, oh, yeah, Meredith is Brooks's mom. But what's remarkable about Meredith and what is making her such a fan favorite is, like, her her line of thinking. Like, she's very rational. Yeah. And I think people like to see that as much as they like to see people who are irrational. You know, it goes both ways. That's very true. So I think she's doing a great job. You know who's really becoming, like, irrelevant is Lisa, which is so crazy. Because she's so excited to be on the show. No, 100%. Um, We have Southern Charm recap tomorrow. Is anything else on tonight? I don't know. My whole schedule has been 
it needs to I need to get my calendar and look at the schedule. Well, if Whatever's it's on, on we'll be we'll be, it. we'll be watching it and we hope everyone has an amazing day. Try and take care of yourself today and just find some inner peace because we all could use it. Thank you so much for listening to The Morning Toast, the Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So it's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, IR Radio, Castbox, all the places where we listen to podcasts. Find us The Morning Toast. Leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. We hope you have an amazing day, you guys, and we'll see you tomorrow for Friday. Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Bye.